Hi, and welcome to Gay Out the City. I'm your host, Prince Electro Diamond, and today I am here with Gogo for the Gold winner, someone who has worked with such studios as Vision Flicks, Raw Club, Culture's Den, Fucking Camp Robinson, Next Door Studios, OnlyFans content creator, who currently has a single out entitled I Think I Like Girls, and will be performing at the Comeback in Seattle on April 8th, and performs at Mickey's WeHo every Sunday. Rico TV, how you doing today, sexy? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. I didn't even know that I was a part of all those uh, studios. <laughs> I mean, I've done studio porn, but I don't even know what websites my uh, scenes are on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I had to do my research. I didn't want to like come in here just not knowing shit. Like, <laughs> so. As some people may know, you're in L.A. right now. Are you originally from L.A. or did you just, like, move there at some point? Yeah, I'm from Los Angeles. I originally grew up in Carson, California, which is kind of like by Long Beach area. But now I live in Koreatown. Oh, okay. So, were you a little effeminate as a kid? Because I know you, like, are a little bit, like you blur lines very well so i was just curious if you were um yeah i had a little bit of sugar in my tank for sure when i was younger but i also came up in the generation where like toxic masculinity is very <laughs> present you know yeah so i don't know maybe in my school years i kind of started to like you know put on this like more masculine facade <clears throat> I mean, that's definitely something, like, even, like, I'm younger than you, and I still feel like that, like, toxic masculinity thing was still prevalent when I was a kid. Like, I don't think it's ever gone away. Yeah. And it's a shame, because I feel like, in some ways, it may never go away, and that's a little bit, Mm -hmm. like, tragic, I feel. Well, I definitely think it's a lot better than it has been in the past decades. Yeah. So... What career did you do first? Were you into go-go dancing first, or did you do porn first? Well, I started go-go dancing the second I turned 18. And go-go dancing is actually, like, my second job. Um, I'm primarily, well, I was originally a a professional dancer. So I did, I um, got an agent as soon as I turned 18. I started doing music videos and TV shows and movies. And whenever I wasn't working, that's when I was go-go dancing. <clears throat> and I didn't actually start doing porn and OnlyFans until the uh, pandemic happened. When everybody that's... lost their jobs. So, yeah. yeah. Not everybody. Not everybody. Uh, not everybody. Girl, I had to work through the pandemic. That's why when oh, people really? say, like, yeah, I worked in a senior living home. So, like, when everyone said, like, we were in quarantine. I'm like, bitch, I still had to go to fucking work every day. Like, I didn't get any time off. I didn't get time off till I caught COVID. And then uh-huh. even that, they, they rushed me back when I was supposed to have seven days. They're like, nope, you're having five. We need you back. Oh, damn. <laughs> well, it was nice. Okay. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> so what was it like for you filming Go-Go for the Gold? Uh, honestly, I had so much fun doing it. 
um, I got a flyer in my in an email, random email, saying, "Would you like to win ten thousand dollars?" So that was really what pulled me in. But like, I'm a super huge Drag Race fan, so when I went into it, I kind of had kind of like you know a mindset of you know a little bit of a strategy, you know, kind of yeah. mindset going into it. So yeah, I had a lot of fun doing it. I mean, in some ways, like, looking back on it, at least what I remember, you were kind of portrayed as the villain for, like, a lot of... Uh, your... I mean, maybe. If you can, you can well, look they, at well, it like that. Well, I would say they... De well, no, you probably, like... Did they pitch you against um, AJ, or was that more like you did that yourself? Well, that was like a producer thing. It was, yeah. a, it was the, the producers after the first episode, they were like, okay, you guys are, you guys are being a little bit too lovey-dovey. Like we would, <laughs> we would not mind if you guys got a little bit of catty with each other. So that's when AJ was like, oh, great. So he, you know, he was ready to jump on that, but he's, he, he's already like super annoying and just fucking obnoxious <laughs> on his own. So it was yeah. really easy to like play into that. Yeah, I mean, like I would say if I would say I'm not usually a confrontational person, but if somebody was like being fucking annoying, I would probably like get on them too and be like, "Girl, yeah, like why are you <laughs> like that?" Uh -huh. And I'm gonna ask you this. I explained this in an interview I did last Tuesday. Um, there's a term for your fans who don't know. There's a term called being on ice when you're film when you're not filming. That basically people can't talk to each other. So, what was it like being on ice while filming Go Go for the Gold, or were you guys <laughs> on ice that often? Okay, so the funny thing is like. I've done every type of production from the lowest budget to the highest budget. <clears throat> this was a really low budget production, okay? So there wasn't, I mean, there, there they didn't, have, there was no time for ice. Like we, all we had, we only had maybe, we came in for like four hours of filming every day. So we weren't really on set for a long time. So like, as soon as we jumped on set, it was filming, and then as soon as we were done, we were out. So there was no... Oh, they, okay. They, they, they never put us on ice, you know? The one thing that I wanted to know about that, and I thought that may be your answer, because I interviewed um, Phoenix from For the Love of Dilfs last week, and he uh -huh. told me basically like that whole set was pretty much not on ice at all. And they were yeah. like living with each other, and to me, that seems like... But, I mean, if you're only in there for four hours, it's, like, it's not like you're living with each other. So, like, yeah, yeah. you can't resolve you can't resolve shit off camera. Like, Right. Yeah, we were on our phones. We were talking to each other. Like, there was really no rules. <laughs> we were smoking weed. Like, we were actually... That sounds we amazing. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it was not a... It was a fun experience. It wasn't too stressful. So, how has touring been for you since filming Go Go for the Gold? Um, well, I actually didn't tour with the show. I tour with um, an artist named Todrick Hall. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him. Yeah, or not. yeah, of course I know who Todrick is. Yeah. Um, 
But while the show was on, I was on tour with him and we just, we went all over the US, we went all over Europe and it was a great time. I wasn't go-go dancing. I was just dancing on stage doing choreographed numbers. So, yeah, I, I mean, gonna... it wasn't as fun. Yeah. Cause when you're go-go dancing, you get to like, you know, you get to drink and you know, yeah. you don't have any steps to worry about. So it's a lot more lax when you're go-go dancing. <clears throat> yeah. And I wanted to ask you about that. Cause it's like, seeing your stuff like especially after the show i didn't see you promoting much so i felt like you worked more in la like yeah since the show so like but i mean well you have you talked to like people in the cast and like is it the same sort of like a big deal when somebody from a show like oko for the gold gets on there versus like somebody from drag race which everybody like freaks out about Gets on what? Like, goes on tour and, like, goes to different places. Is it, like, such a big deal, like, showing up to clubs as it is, it is for the Drag Race girls? Yeah. Honestly, it really? is. Like, I'm, I am I get the same kind of, lo of love whenever, like, I'm out in another city or another state. Like, people recognize me and they, they're like, you know, they treat me the way I would treat a Drag Race girl. So, I don't know about the experience of the other guys, but it's been really cool for me you know that's great let's see you already answered that um so which do you prefer more i'm gonna say when filming i'm gonna say which do you prefer more when filming porn do you prefer topping or bottoming more um when i'm filming i prefer bottoming more because it's a lot more predictable, like my situation, you know? If I am if I go into something and I know that I have to top, then it, it adds an element of like mental gymnastics where I have to be like, okay, I have to stay hard, I have to come, you know what I mean? So it's a little bit trickier as a top versus as a bottom, you could just fucking lay there and just take the dick, you know? Yeah. So I would prefer to bottom, honestly, on camera. Yeah, okay. but in real life, I prefer to talk because I don't like, like to prepare and I don't like you know take too long to douche or whatever. So, yeah. Well, I mean, if you do all that, because this is something I will admit, I've had very few accidents, but like I don't douche at all. Like, really? No, I just know my body like well enough to where like I can like get ready before, and it's like what at least what I've yeah. found is. You, if you know what you're eating and you know, like, the time frame of when you're taking a dick next, you really don't have to do any of that stuff. Yeah. Well, the problem for me is I take a bunch of random dicks all the time. So <laughs> yeah, my cycle is just all over the place. <laughs> I mean, I will get that. I probably did that more when I was, like, not living at home. Because, like, living at home, uh -huh. it's, like, you got to find somebody who can, like, have a house or, like, find a way to, like, sneak you in. And it's just, it's not fun. I, I honestly, that's why I have friends with benefits. It's just so much easier. I like having somebody who knows how to work me isn't going to, mm -hmm. like, think that you can just, like, stick it in or, like, that you don't have to, men like, prepare me at all. Like. Right. So, oh. 
So, I mean, I think I know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask you. Have you ever been sexually harassed while go-go dancing? Um, most definitely. I think most go-go dancers go through some level of sexual harassment or some type of unwanted touch. For, for me, personally, like, I'm very, like, aware of this type of situation that I put myself in, you know? So if someone is, like, too belligerent and they're doing things that are obviously, like, inappropriate and too much and, like, without consent, like, I have the mental capacity to, like, not let it get to me to where it's going to upset me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there are times when people are drunk and they're just doing too fucking much and I have to like push them away or give them a new look, you know what I mean? But it's not too often. You know, times are a little bit better now. People are less aggressive in the clubs I've noticed nowadays than they have been in the past. So yeah, I think I it's getting better. I will say like, I am someone who's very much an advocate of like not touching people who don't want to be touched in a way that they don't want to be touched. Cause as someone in drag, I had somebody at one point I was performing at the parliament house and like literally somebody pulled off my wig. Cause I don't like, cause I sing live. So I don't need to like pin in my wigs and like tape everything down. So it's like, I know where my hair is going to be. Right. And somebody just like, I was like, I want to see what you look like. And they just grabbed my wig. And I was like, and I was like, you're lucky yeah. I'm nice. Because, like, if I was in the wrong yeah. kind of mood, I would have taken off my shoe and beat you upside the head with it. Like. Right. Because especially because, like, I had to sit in the window and, like, fix, like, my part and everything. And I was just. It's one of those things where I'm like. I just. I don't get people, like, not knowing how to touch people like people just thinking like they can just meet somebody and like grab their dick without like asking them like that to me seems fucking crazy <laughs> like i'm as horny as like yeah. anyone else i wouldn't do that to somebody i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't do that too yeah i had a friend who did that once to somebody when we were at like the bar and i felt like looking at this person be like girl what are you doing like I don't know. So yeah, yeah, I I just hope people get it together because that's one of the cons about nightlife. It's like some people just get too drunk and just just don't know how to fucking act. You know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. So it's one of those things where you just have to like pick and choose like your your situations because there's always gonna be a fucking random drunk person doing some inappropriate shit. You know? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Um, have many people judged you for blurring the lines between masculine and feminine while modeling or go-go dancing? Have people judged me for it? Yeah. No, I actually think that it's like more of a strong suit for me. Sorry, somebody's texting me right now. Yeah, that's... Um, I think that it's like kind of a superpower for me 
to be able to like switch back and forth between like a masculine and feminine, you know, role. So no, I haven't really experienced too much negative with that. <clears throat> I will say that's definitely like something good to hear. Cause like, I just had an interview with somebody Sunday who's like talking about how they're a little bit more feminine. Like they'll wear skirts when they have sex and like all of that. And somebody told them like, if you want me to fuck you, you basically have to get rid of your nails and have to do all this. And I'm like, why the fuck would you do that to somebody? If you can't take somebody as they are, then you mm -hmm. shouldn't be like trying to fuck with them. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I just feel like if there's some if you're interested in somebody, then you sh like you should that should be it. Like, yeah. You shouldn't be fighting and going backwards and telling somebody that they need to do this or do that. I don't think that's right. <clears throat> no, it's like the craziest part. I will know this is like somebody who does drag and like has sex in sometimes in drag, sometimes out of drag. And like, somebody's like, I would definitely have sex with you in drag, but out of drag. I'm like, I'm still the same person. Like the difference is I don't have as long a hair, but like, right. Other than that, it's not like I put on a fake voice. Like, I just, some people do that in drag, like, love them for that. My voice is my voice. Like, I'm not changing shit for anybody. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, so, what brands have reached out to you for modeling since Go Go for the Gold? Um, not very many. <laughs> um, I worked, I worked, I worked for a uh, nasty pig and I worked for uh top jock. Those are two companies that worked out that reached out to me. Um, they're really awesome, awesome brands. Um, top jock, um, specifically they, their specialty is like, they make like custom jocks, jocks and thongs out of like, real jeans like actual pairs of jeans wow that's and awesome. that's what i wear every single time i go to dance <clears throat> because they like custom make it to you like they'll find a pair of jeans they'll fit it on you and like you're it like covers your hole in the right way it holds your dick in the perfect way so i really really um appreciate top jock for their functionality nasty yeah. pig they have just some amazing designs and some amazing style so i'm very appreciative that those brands reached out to me i'm surprised i mean granted as you said the show wasn't like big but you're the winner like uh-huh i can understand if you're like yeah the first... i haven't really gotten yeah if yeah, you were the I first bitch eliminated much, like 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 the one that nobody remembers. Yeah, I like... haven't really gotten. <laughs> yeah, I haven't really gotten too many gigs or anything from from the show. But the like the right people who I needed to see it saw yeah. it. So like, yeah. Well, you, well, you, you probably like. I would say, and you can tell me if I'm wrong about this. You probably did the show for exposure. Like, I mean, granted, yeah. yes, you, yes, you wanted the money, but like. You knew the exposure, even if you lost, was going to be bigger than anything you were doing presently before you went in. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. And like a lot of people know my name now. Uh, for me. <laughs> yeah, so it just, just means you can't be problematic if you want to be anymore. <laughs> right. Okay, do people think who don't know you, do you think people think you have an extremely high sex drive because you do sex work and go-go dance? You know, you know that's so funny. Yes, absolutely. Just because I post my stuff online, people yeah. have this idea that like I'm just likes to be sex all the time, and it's just like not the case. Like ever since I started doing sex work, I've noticed that I don't have as much sex as I used to. And I don't know if it's because, like, I'm trying not to get, you know, as many STDs as I've had before. I don't know what the re yeah. reason is, but I just don't have as much sex as I did before, you know, which is really strange. But, yeah, my boyfriend, he's like, he's, he, be, he gets mad at me because, like, I'm never in the mood, you know. But I'm like, babe, like, what do you do? There's no button, you know, turned it on. Well, yeah. it's all. Well, it's also probably like, I don't know how long like OnlyFans shoot is, but I know shoots are. But like, I know like when you do like porn sh sets, you're shoots, you're on them for like twelve, fourteen hours. Like, I could not imagine you wanting to after twelve or four to fourteen hours of having sex, wanting to go home and have sex. Like, yeah, no. Yeah. And like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like. I feel most OnlyFans or most creators I've talked to, like I just, I as again, I just talked to somebody Sunday. It's like, and the way he like tweeted, I'm like, girl, you seem like you want to be on a dick every hour. And he's like, no, I'm just doing that because I think of something, and like, that's what I put out. And I'm like, I have a sex drive, but like, I don't have that kind of a sex drive, like. Yeah. Well, once you start having sex with beautiful men, like all the time, after a while, it starts to become like, okay, like I've did it, you know, like <laughs> the excitement is not really as big as it was before. Yeah. And especially like on porn sets, you're probably taking big dicks, like just because like of yeah. the nature and like even on OnlyFans, you're probably doing stuff with big dicks. So it's like, yeah, obviously you're not going to like, You've been rammed with like an 8, 10, 12 inch dick for like hours. You're not gonna want to mm -hmm. come home and be like, be like, babe, let's fuck. Like that's not gonna happen. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I would say probably like I'm one of those people. <laughs> Maybe porn is the right thing for me because like I'm thinking like I'm one of those people who wants sex like every day, and I just that's just not realistic. Yeah. I'm like, I'd love to, but I'm too busy, like, having a life. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, what was the freakiest thing you've either been asked to do or have done on a set or in an OnlyFans video? 
Hmm. The freakiest thing that I have been asked to do was my mouth. And you know, like for a long time, for a very long time, I uh, had like this piss, piss fetish. Like I would always jack off to piss videos and like always just like, I want, like, I want to do that. Like I want to experience that. <laughs> So I was doing one of my, um, I was doing a porn scene one time and the director asked me if, like, within, yeah, like, I wanted to try it because, like, I've been jacking off to it for years, so of course I wanted to try it. Yeah. But, like, I feel like when you do piss porn, you're supposed to maybe, like, drink a gallon of water or something before you do it, so that way, like, yeah. it's clear when it comes out, you know? Yeah. This guy didn't do that. <laughs> Just taking somebody raw piss, you know? Yeah. And it grossed me like the fuck out. Like I was so grossed out. I could still smell it for like hours after, you know. So that was probably the freakiest thing. Yeah. <laughs> see, see, I feel like that's something where like that's something where like in theory that sounds like a good idea, but in actuality. You should like never do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure that I would like have liked it under better circumstances, but I don't know. Maybe it's not for me. I don't know. Yeah, it's not for me either. Like the idea of like having someone pee on me. Like no, just yeah. It's like I'll pee on you, but like I'm not having you pee on me. Like that's. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, as I mentioned before, you have a single out now called I Think I Like Girls. Was that single a way of, like, being tongue-in-cheek in, like, what you wanted to tell people? Or is like, that a way of you, like, saying you're bisexual? Um, kind of both, honestly. Um... The reason I wrote the song is because when I was on tour last year with Todrick, I actually met this girl who I developed a crush on and I wrote the song about her. But not only is it, you know, just because like I'm ready to be experimental or whatever, but I also like when I was writing the song, like I wanted to create something that like is not a typical gay song. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So... Yeah, there is a little bit of tongue-in-cheek in there, but there is also some reality in it, too. Yeah. And, I mean, there's nothing wrong with, like, creating stuff that's not the typical gay song. Like, as a songwriter, yeah. I create stuff that's, like, it has, like, a club beat to it, but a lot of times I'm talking about, like, darker shit that, like, isn't, like, walking the club purse first and, like, just... Right. And I will say, as someone who writes songs, there is a downside to that because sometimes you're saying something and, like, even if you, like, put lyrics on the song for somebody, they still don't understand. Mm Okay. 
Can you talk? Yeah. Okay. It's weird. Like, you just zoned out completely, so. That's oh, no, you, like, you like disappeared for a second. Yeah. I don't know. Weird technology. Um. So, anyway, I was saying, like, where was I? I don't know. I'll just go to my next question. So, well, obviously, you said you had a boyfriend. You have a boyfriend. Like, so, was it, uh, okay, I'll ask it this way. Was it hard for you dating being a go-go dancer before, like, you met your boyfriend? Yeah, it was hard. Um, I never really dated before. <laughs> like, I just fuck guys. <laughs> but my previous boyfriend, before my current boyfriend, he had an issue with me go-go dancing. He was a little bit more traditional in the sense that he didn't want me, you know, out there dancing for other guys. So that, you know, kind of put a wrench in our relationship. So... I would say that, yeah, it does affect, like, your dating life. I, that's anyways, you know? Like, if it finds me, then it finds me. But I'm not going and looking for a boyfriend or a date or somebody, you know? Like, I don't feel like I need that. Like, I can, just, I can do it all on my own, you know? Exactly. Like, that is the way that, like, I feel. Like, when I tell people my age, they're like... It's like, I can't believe you're not dating anybody. It's like, first of all, I'm living at home. So, like, it's not like I can exactly bring somebody over whenever I want. And it's like, mm -hmm. also, I want to move. So, like, I don't want to, like, get into a relationship with somebody. Because, like, I will say, I know you're from L.A. I'm from Florida, and I've lived here my whole life, and I fucking hate it here. Like, mm -hmm. I'm just so ready. Everyone's like, Florida's so beautiful. I'm like, yeah, except for the fact that you're surrounded by, like, conservative idiots. Yeah. Pretty much for everything. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I just, I will say, being out of, when I lived in, like, I lived in Orlando, so, like, when living in a city, you find that, like, you're around more open people and you're around, like, people with different experiences. Once you get back in a small town, it's like, Everyone just thinks one way. Yeah. And if you dare to, like, say something different, most people are just going to, like, interject and say, like, oh, you're wrong. This is the way it should be. And it's like, that's why I will say, like, I'm someone who, like, usually watches the news a lot and actually doing this interview and, like, being doing interviews on Tuesday, I used to do a political show, and now I'm like taking a step back from it, and it feels like so much more at ease for me because <laughs> I don't have to like mm -hmm. get angry that that often and be like angry. So let's see. Mm -hmm. I am just. Sorry, I'm just checking to see like if I said everything. 
actually, yeah, no, I think I did everything. So, I will say, I don't know what I'm going to say. Um, anyway. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. Fuck it. All in things. Okay. <laughs> I know. That's, that's the one thing. Like, I am someone who is like, ADHD brain, like, I had ADHD, like, like, I'm, like, one of those people who, like, weaned off of pills, so it's, like, I'm usually good to, like, focus in general, but, like, sometimes my brain goes, like, a mile a minute, and, like, yeah, <laughs> just can't think. Yeah, no, Not I think. So, yeah. That's it. So, anyway, Rico, it was great talking to you. I it did. was a pleasure. Thank you. And anything else you want to plug before I end things? Um, yeah. Um, come watch me dance at Rocco's on Mondays and Make Out Mondays with Ray Latrey. Come see me or... dance at Wasted Wednesdays at Mickey's with Cake Moss and Barbie's Addiction. And come see me dance on Sundays at Ice Cream Sundays with Stefano. Okay. Um, Actually, follow me on OnlyFans, oh, OnlyFans.com slash backhead. Yeah. One thing real fast, like, you just pointed out something, so I just thought of something. Um, so, are you, like, really good friends with Raya, or, like, how did you, like, meet Raya? Um, I've been dancing for with Raya for over 10 years, so, yeah, we're pretty good friends. Um, I love Raya. Yeah, I mean... Rhea is someone, like, obviously I met through Willem. I'm, like, a huge fan of Willem. Because, mm -hmm. and, like, Rhea doing music, all of it, I just love all of it. There's someone, like, I will say that's what I'm so grateful for for Drag Race is that, like, it allowed me to, like, see people f who are, like, from L.A. and, like, meet their friends and, like, learn stuff about them. Mm-hmm. I'll say, yeah. Anyway, so you plugged all that. Anyway, this is Gay Out the City. I've been your host, Prince Electro Diamond, and I hope you've enjoyed. And.